All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast project, The Well-Fed Artist. This is our first recording attempt. If you're watching or listening, that means that things worked more or less. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Elliot Duke, and I'm a mixing and mastering engineer and music producer in Berlin. I'm joined here with my first guest, Alex Rapp, Berlin-based singer, producer, performer, and the idea for this podcast is to try to create content that is going to be helpful for independent artists. I'm always seeing so many wonderful artists in my line of work that I collaborate with and that I work with doing mixing and mastering for the most part, and so much great music, and I'm always trying to think of how I can help in any way to get this beautiful music into the world, into people's ears, to help people build fan bases and to have, you know, more than your mom and your friends listen to your music, which there's nothing wrong with that. But of <laughs> course, that's kind of the situation that uh, a lot of artists get stuck in. So I thought I know so many wonderful and talented artists and some of whom are farther along on their journey and have achieved certain milestones or goals or just projects that often take a lot of experience to finally get there. So I just had the idea to create this podcast as a way to be able to maybe share, help uh, access some of the experience and uh, wisdom of some of the people that I know here in Berlin. So yeah, I'm so happy to be joined by Alex Rapp. And maybe you can just do a little introduction of who you are. Sure. Yeah, I'm Alex Rapp. I'm an experimental pop artist based here in Berlin. Uh, originally from the States. I've been producing my own music for uh, a while. <laughs> it's hard to put the, the years on it because I I released my first EP like just independently and um, in 2020 and um, since then have been producing more of my own music and for other people and um now i'm getting ready for another ep um that i am releasing with an indie label fluctua records awesome let's talk a little bit about fluctua uh i was in my brief research was really impressed by the music that's on there and seems to be very cool Berlin-based. Is that right? Yeah, they, they're they based in Berlin, but they also spend a lot of time in Spain because that's where they're both from. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, how did you connect with those folks? So I um, was approached by Daria, who's another artist on the label, um, to produce uh, a little EP for her. And so I did that and they then asked me actually to 
be their host for a podcast. I uh, saw that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we'll link to that one too yeah, if okay. this ever gets published. <laughs> uh, that was really fun. Um, and then I had a track that I was kind of finished with production-wise, more or less. And um, I just wanted... I had done everything on my own before, um, including the production and, and, you know, this marketing release stuff is just, you know, terrible. Yeah, it's the worst. So, um, yeah, I, I knew that I liked them as people, like just interacting with them through Daria and, um, so yeah, I reached out to them and said, Hey, I have this track wonder if you have any like space or time and would want to maybe take this on and and they were like great we love it let's do a whole ep um because i they're you know interested in kind of building the artist uh rather than just you know releasing a track here and there which i really appreciate and was that one of your two recent singles? No, it's the one, there's one more coming before the EP and in September. Um, and that's going to be, uh, yeah, that one. It's called Hated the Way. Cool. One thing it seems that is so important is making these connections to have a team behind you in a way with in terms of marketing yeah. and the logistics of releasing. Oh my God. It's like, I, I mean, I got into producing because I kind of was more or less afraid to work with other people. Mm. Like when I was in a, in a band in high school like I I just didn't really have my own voice and I've always felt too shy or insecure to really like put my opinions forward um and so I kind of got into producing this way and found my strength and power of like okay I can create anything that I want um and I have complete control over mm -hmm. everything which is great but it's uh it has its limits yeah so um it's been a really interesting process for me it just like personally um working with working with them working with other people that I've, I've been opening up a lot more um and things are not in my control as often mm. but i find that like it's so much better that way like just to to release it, uh, release that control. Um, and they, yeah, trusting them and trusting myself and, you know, making a lot of decisions together, it's it's really rewarding in the end. Mm. Yeah. And so this is something that is gonna look different for every artist, I guess, but what would you say to someone starting out or, just some artist who's feeling um, like overburdened with having being like not only the artist or not only a songwriter, but also having to do yeah. like everything by their own. And so what would you say to someone maybe in general of how, how to go about making these connections or finding mm. your, your tribe or your team? I mean, be open and it's a terrible advice, but like 
maybe think about what you can offer someone like they they're going to give you something but what are you going to mm. give them if you don't have money like maybe you have maybe you can give them lessons for on i don't know whatever you're doing or you can support them in one of their shows or you can um yeah i think like just creating a network of people that care about what you're doing um there's a lot of people who care of course and they show up to, to the events and it's that's that's very important to have but um to kind of bring along as like part of the team um yeah i, I think they have to feel like they're getting something in return mm. if it's not financially it's like an opportunity or um or I don't know a pizza or like you know sure. just like whatever you can really think of that this will we'll both we're both going to gain something from this experience mm. um yeah like I, I um and I think Berlin is really nice with this there's a lot of like people who offer exchanges like for this show that I'm working on um I asked a friend to do dramaturgy, which is just like kind of helping with the story. And um, uh. and she was like, I actually want to have uh, some like vocal coaching lessons. Like maybe we could do that instead of paying each other. Um, so that that's that's all. There's always options. Let me just turn this off. Um, and but it is really hard because I'm also in this point where I really wish that I could pay everyone a great like not even <laughs> not even like a minimum rate but like a a good one. Yeah, I want people course. to like feel like they're valued. Um, but I think as long as people are aware like of your limits and what you're really you're that you really are valuing them um, in whatever capacity you can. Um yeah, I think that's important. Nice. Yeah. I think it seems hard sometimes to get out of the mentality maybe of just you care so much about your own art and it's your baby and people I think sometimes get stuck in the mentality of just the music has to be good enough and mm. then that'll sort of like take care of itself and yeah. just kind of thinking about what they can get mm. and maybe yeah not thinking about what they can Give. contribute to somebody <laughs> else even yeah. if it's like uh vocal lessons or like a mm. pizza or something yeah yeah and i mean of course it's important to have good music um and i would love to believe that that's all it takes but I, I mean, in know. some cases, maybe, right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you have two releases so far on Fluctua, the singles Ego and... I Shut Down. I Shut Down. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first single, Ego... Um, 
Um, this one, yeah, we did a crazy music video for. Yes, um, it's amazing. Which was, I'll link to both the yeah. videos as well, of course. Cool. Yeah, this was a really crazy experience um, that I think really helped me start to build like uh, an identity mm. a visual identity i guess um and yeah it came it it was really difficult for me because it was this was maybe the the moment that i had to face like okay i need to work with a lot of people like mm. there are going to be a lot of people involved i have to let go of a lot of control here and and uh in the end, it's like, thank God. Thank God I didn't have to worry about that or, you know. Yeah, but, the videos um, turned out amazing. This is the one you, you filmed in Namibia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, which was just so random. I mean, I was doing um, I was doing um, sound, like composition for someone's short film. Mm. And he showed me the stills from it. And I was like... Oh, because at the time I was looking for a director for the ah. for the video because we had a, a like a small budget, and um, and the label like had offered some directors, but th like the time timing wise it didn't work, and some of them I just wasn't fully like connecting with. Um, so I was trying to find one on my own, and um, I ended up seeing these stills of the from the person I was doing the composition for and being like whoa okay I want mine to look like this like <laughs> who who did that and he the person I was doing the composition for directed it he wasn't available but the DOP mm. um the like cinematographer uh was and I ended up just like DMing him on Instagram and being like hey <laughs> I'm a friend of so and so and um and he was really excited and um got kind of the rest of the team together which is i think a bit rare normally it's the directors who are mm. um but the way it worked out was really nice and the the producer is not from namibia but he spent like his a, a decent amount of his childhood there so he was planning to be there anyway and kind of the concept of having these extravagant like crazy landscapes and mm -hmm. just like this vast um spaces uh was like oh well why don't you all just come here <laughs> and we're like uh okay i guess <laughs> if we can fit it in the budget and somehow they managed to do that uh and yeah so this was, was someone who was uh really excited about the music who yeah helped a lot to put the whole project yeah. together exactly this was really i felt so grateful that like he yeah he cared enough to like see it through and um yeah he's he's a really great guy in general so it's nice to it's nice to make those connections like I mean I think sometimes you just have to get things done and uh, maybe you don't have this like beautiful 
experience where you connect with everyone and um sometimes it's, it is just like work you know i have to do this so mm-hmm. let's film it and get on with the day i don't know i i generally want to avoid that like i feel like anything that i do i want it to have a clear kind of intention and and feeling and that everyone is connected to it um but sometimes it's just not gonna be the case so. mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i'll ask you what maybe you would say to someone who's interested in maybe making their first music video who wants to find people to work with like if you have maybe any practical tips of like how to meet people like maybe where to go whether that's in real life or online how to get that started because in this case you made the connection because you were working on somebody's short film also yeah yeah and this also this happened um because he saw me performing Mm. and he liked one of the songs that i did um and he wanted to use it for his film um but it it was something i'm just doing live like kind Uh. of a improvisation improv like thing so ended up like doing a different version for him and um yeah but i would say most of my gigs or my like working i don't know how to separate it my like behind the scenes work or whatever is Mm -hmm. is from me performing and then connecting with and then they kind of find me after and be like i really like this i'd love to um I don't know, collaborate on something else. Um, and so I guess in that regard, I would say to to like find your, to know your strengths and really mm. like, um, uh, that's really tough to say because it, yeah. it's, I didn't have the intention to like, I'm going to perform and then I'm going to start composing for film and dance. It's more like it happened and now trying to roll with that a bit more um so it seems like performing maybe opened a lot of doors for you yeah over the years i guess yeah and i think in general it's just like getting outside <laughs> it's just like literally being outside and it could be that you're performing or it could be that you know your friend is performing and you're in this space and you know you meet someone who it's it's a uh, it's connecting um and i guess also maybe you can use instagram like just having your using it like showing more or less your portfolio of what you're doing and um but in terms of like finding people who are in this film world or if that was that more of the question i think i got lost in it um yeah it's 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 tricky it's tricky but again i think it's like thinking like what can we both gain from this Mm. um and really not not trying to see it as like uh like uh i don't know what can we gain from this and like you're taking advantage of them or you know but like 
really maybe they do want that opportunity to um to do like a creative project with you or in general i don't know the the people that i worked with they um are shooting a lot of commercials as well which is mm. less like less free and they you know kind of sometimes feel a bit limited with their creative um input and so it was a nice they they kept telling me it's a nice opportunity for us to like experiment with different things and um yeah i think a lot of the time we can i can feel like a burden or like you know i'm just trying to take from things but it's important to to remember like if you have the intention of like really sharing something nice that you the reason that you're an artist is that you're like giving something of yourself and mm. to really like own that um i think is is important yeah yeah i like what you said about uh getting out into the world yeah <laughs> it's hard uh, sometimes <laughs> yeah totally i've definitely made a lot of uh important connections at gigs here in Berlin, including your gigs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this seems to be a big part of your artistry too, performing. Um, maybe just quickly you could touch on that. Like, do you do your own booking mostly? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's tricky at the moment. Um, I haven't been performing as much and I haven't been outside as much. It's like I'm in an interesting phase um just trying to like earn a bit more money and mm -hmm. and performing doesn't always and more often than not at this level that i'm in right now that i'm trying to do get out of um it's not paying so well yeah of course and yeah. it takes time and to do what i how i really want to do it i yeah need a bit more money and um but yeah I had a nice like phase of performing a bit in the last year and this all really happened naturally from like one gig maybe I'd reach out to a certain venue or event and be like yeah I'd really love to play um and then from that then and I talk to someone and then there's another thing and another thing so sometimes it's lucky like that and and then sometimes it's like as it is now where I'm kind of still searching for um events to be a part of and um just to just to be more outside <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah um well performing got you the connections that led to your videos yeah and i think i saw the Sorry, this uh, the name keeps uh, sleeping me. I uh, I shut down. I shut down. Yeah, <laughs> I think that one had like nineteen thousand views so far. Or yeah, something. so yeah. that's super cool. And you have a big show coming up later this year. Yeah. Um, do you for for reaching out or, or contacting people? Do you most often use email or Instagram? No, or? never email. I think, mm. uh, oh, well, no, not not never email. But for these past gigs, it's been more like Instagram or even Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, and just like friends of friends. Um, 
but yeah no for for bigger venues or festivals which um like i'm kind of getting my whole epk together and like i'm doing a live video so i can have this to have like a nice package to send um for festivals for next year this will definitely be sending a lot of emails um but more so looking for these connections like who who you know at at one festival maybe i know somebody who can you know say hey yeah she sent an email like just so it's not ending up in oh yeah people miss it yeah yeah but um yeah i I definitely am also like hoping to get a booker um and yeah just to to it's a lot that's a lot of things and and again like realizing that i shouldn't do it all yeah of course um yeah have you noticed uh if there's any kind of angle or mentality when you're reaching out to people that works better in terms of like not just saying can you give me a gig or something like in terms of maybe thinking of what's the other person might be looking for and how to Mm. sort of phrase things from to keep their interests centered or if there's any yeah i guess um yeah it's that's that's tricky maybe a subtle one but uh, yeah like with 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 gigs i mean of course like they take normally like a venue will take a cut so this is kind of like a standard thing um but yeah it could be that the venue wants a more uh you know experimental experience they want maybe to have your kind of sound in that space mm. or um um so maybe just thinking about your music a bit and like what is there for the listener or what is there that could yeah. uh, make a venue a place that people want to go and to just sort of yeah. see things from from that place of like confidence and stuff I guess. yeah yeah, it's definitely something I'm trying to uh, believe more that like the art is like if you're really if you're really like you know creating something that you think is good like and you think other people think is good. I mean, there's so many artists that I love so much and I'm so grateful for them existing you know like i i listen to their music and i'm like what would i do in this moment without them Mm. like i'm i'm this is it's a it's a gift that they're sharing this and you're like oh yes i'm also one of these people who's giving a part of myself and i'm trying to view myself in that way of like it is enough you know the music is enough and um and yeah i don't know hoping that that's that's like gonna get you the opportunities in terms of venues so yeah it's um i think with the right people with the right people who who own the venues or Mm. whatever like they want to support the right things maybe also then like researching and making sure that the venue fits your genre and stuff like this yeah and of course i mean of course like 
you want to you want to like be booked and busy and playing like anywhere and everywhere just so you get your get reach and you all these things but i think there's something also really beautiful about like being super intentional about where you where you give your energy to and where you want people to come and see you because that's uh, something I'm feeling a bit more um, as I'm performing like when I are going to gigs that sometimes I feel really uncomfortable standing for an hour and it's really hot and there's like so many people scrunched around and I'm just like I don't mm. I I love the music but I don't want to be in this mm. position and so um, that's something I'm trying to think of like you know seated venues and being oh. cozy and comfortable and just like for me that's important for me but if and for my music i feel like i want people to like be in a space where they can receive it comfortably yeah, but totally. maybe if you're doing dance music or you're doing heart heavy metal or whatever you want that space to be really sweaty and you want it to be like that so definitely thinking about the experience for uh, other people like what what are you giving them and um yeah yeah super cool thank you and then for uh last topic kind of staying with the theme of performance uh and the visual aspect i just wanted to Get your perspective on creating a visual identity or how to think about performance and visual identity and branding and how that fits with the music because I think this is something that you've really nailed mm, that um, a lot of artists maybe struggle with. Like maybe they have the talent as a songwriter or a vocalist or whatever, but maybe don't have such a strong identity as who this is as a band or who this is as uh, as an artist where you can think of like colors or mm. sort of moods and stuff like m almost any of the artists we love most it's like they have a vibe you mm. know we can think of them uh, in terms of this really clear identity um are just artistically in terms of like the look like with you like the outfits and the glove which is a performance thing yeah. um hopefully maybe some of our listeners if they're not familiar maybe they can find some some live videos or mm. something uh on youtube to to know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> with the glove but yeah. it's like a kind of uh, electronic instrument like that and yeah the the outfits and how everything like especially in ego and some of your and I think your website if I remember right maybe or just your your social media presence it's very focused and unified it seems mm -hmm. like so maybe that just came more naturally, but I was wondering like maybe what ideas you might have for for someone who's not sure whether they're a band or a solo artist or just a producer who wants to work with vocalists, maybe how to think about 
building this brand identity or visual identity or aesthetic in terms of, I don't know, logos or mm. how to present themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I do think it's important um, and I think it's a fun, I think before I was kind of like, oh, I, why can't it just be about the songs and um but then i started to see it as an interesting opportunity to to extend like the my expression um and i think maybe that's the place to start is like when you're when you're writing the song uh and you want people to listen to it like where do you want them to be where do you want them to feel like they are um and for me i I think that's more of like, um, I imagine I want people to feel like they're not really here. Mm. And so it's uh, something that I'm maybe pushing a bit more with my visual self and the, and the outfits that they're just a little bit like something maybe you wouldn't really see normally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but maybe you're like an like a indie folk singer and you like that you know you want people to to for me that's like the opposite or something that i see like with indie folk you're really like here in this world mm. you're like in you just you know having the guitar it's like very like the most intimate thing and so maybe you are maybe you are a bit uh more I don't know how to say like not normal like dressed but in a kind of comfortable casual way like uh, maybe more like with nature uh, colors that um, fit but also I think uh, it's that's also like it totally depends like maybe you're doing like sad indie folk and then you really love lots of colors and being extravagant like that's also fine i think it's more like um who you are as a person mm. and what you feel comfortable what you feel comfortable in um and not to say that i feel comfortable in, in all the things that i'm wearing but it's more like um like it feels authentic yeah from... yeah um and yeah, I would say like maybe if you have this urge to like try something different, but you feel a bit afraid or it's like uh, like I have this so much when I'm even if I'm like going out to a party or something, mm -hmm. um, I'm like oh maybe I'll wear this and I'm like oh it's that's a bit risky or something, and then as soon as you get out of the door, it's like okay I did it, you know, like to just like. To push yourself a, a mm. bit, I think it's it's nice, um, and and it's fun. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, um, but I would say like I wouldn't stress so much. Like I wouldn't try to create something that's not there. Mm -hmm. um, it it should really come from a place that makes sense to you, yeah. and maybe I mean maybe you take some research. Maybe you just go on Pinterest and you're like looking up like uh maybe you're really into the color green and you're like okay green pants and then yeah but uh it's nice to have 
create mood boards. This is something I've done a lot um, just so that I have, just so that I can see, like sometimes I'm like, what do I, what do I want to wear for this? Oh, okay, I have these, these outfits okay, uh, like as an inspiration. And then when I go to look for designers, then um, somehow it's a bit easier to mm. know what I want. Um, and to, and to also make it clear with other people what you want. Um, yeah, but I, I would say to not like, not try to do anything that you're not trying to be anything you're not, uh-huh, I guess. Just trying to be someone else or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, like or... whatever is really comfortable for you and that you want and but also knowing like okay if i'm wearing this this is what i am communicating to mm. the world like that to, to know what you know what you're wearing says something mm. to other people i guess hmm. yeah, yeah <laughs> totally that's important yeah. cool well just to wrap up i guess maybe so I'll definitely link to your two newest singles. When is the, there's a third one coming out from the EP. Yes. And then do you have a release date for the EP as well? Yeah, yes. So the next single is called Hated the Way. And this is coming out on September 15th. And then the EP, uh, which is titled Manya, is uh, going to be out on October 20th. And then the release show is the 25th of October. And do you have the venue? Yeah, the, it's at Music Browery. Music Browery. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. So for our Berlin listeners or uh, anyone who maybe wants to make the trip from somewhere nearby Berlin, uh, that's probably going to be, it's definitely going to be a, a really excellent show. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, thanks so much to anyone who's listening to this. This is the first episode, so it's probably going to be like five people, but uh, I would love it if uh, anyone listening can tell other people about this podcast. If you have anything to say, any tips for how I could improve it in future episodes, I'd love to hear that. The goal, again, is to just uh, help independent artists who are maybe starting out um, and trying to struggle with how to to find um, fulfillment through their art or trying to just get their art out in the world in a way that uh, is really honoring the art, like uh, making sure that if something is worth hearing and something is beautiful, that people can hear it and people can see it on YouTube when folks create videos in this um type of content. So yeah, just want to uh, help people avoid pitfalls or overcome some of the the bottlenecks that uh, people run into in promotion and uh, the whole artistic process. So yeah, if you have, if you want to be on the podcast, if you know someone who would be good to be on the podcast, definitely get in touch. And 
I will, again, link to Fluctua Records and all of the, the great stuff that Alex has been working on. Um, and, of course, my own website for mixing and mastering stuff. And tune in next time, whenever that may be. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs>